and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. There were record earnings in Las Vegas. Caesars, MGM, and Wynn all reported incredibly strong numbers. What will this mean for the future? Plus, I stayed at Cosmo, and I'll let you know if MGM has ruined the experience and why Cosmo might just have the best hotel room in Las Vegas. Plus, we'll discuss Bellagio's conservatory display, why it might be the best ever, $35 Korean barbecue on the Las Vegas Strip, new 50-foot showgirls coming to downtown Las Vegas, along with a top golf competitor, and one Las Vegas restaurant owner is in jail after underreporting sales by $5.1 million. Don't miss it. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. And for all of our Vegas-related podcasts, videos, and posts, just head to mtmvegas.com. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So, Mark, did you see that widescreen panoramic view, aerial view of Las Vegas from 1955? You can see so much desert, but uh, some of the cool uh, properties of the past and even ones like Flamingo. It looks a lot like the properties people are buying south of the Strip now, just uh, empty wasteland with uh, tumbleweeds everywhere. I think uh, Vegas was much an empty wasteland in 1955, but it's really cool but how to was, see. how was Lake Mead? Was it like this high? Was it this high? <laughs> There was a lot more water, even though uh, there was a lot more desert. But yeah, I mean, it's cool to see like the bones of current Vegas as it all filled in. And then it's crazy to think just about how dense everything is now on the Strip. Yeah. And then like, do you do you know the backstory of like how this all why did they pick this random spot in the desert? Did like the mob get land from somebody they they were going to murder if they didn't pay their debts or like (laughs) I've always wondered that. (laughs) Let's go with that. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So a lot of earnings news came in this week, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about, so let's get right into it. But let's start with the big story. When Caesars and MGM all reported their earnings, and we've talked on this channel about how like service standards have gone down and there's less people working. And well, now we know why. I mean, they are making money hand over fist. MGM basically has record profits. Uh, Caesars has over billion dollar quarters like they're they're bringing in tons of money and uh even win is reporting like over 90 percent occupancy with crazy high room rates so now the answer as to why things aren't getting better in vegas is people are paying and so why why they don't have to do better right yeah it's the same thing we're seeing with airlines too really you know they're charging 700 bucks for a two-hour flight and and people are paying it and it's it's packed to the gills even though there's delays and cancellations right and left so I think Vegas is the same way. I do expect it to get softer in, in quarter three and definitely quarter four just because of inflation and everything else going on. And, you know, people are going to be, you know, protecting their money a bit more. I think a lot of this was, you know, we've talked about in the past of people have been saving up and not being able to go anywhere. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, well, I'm going to Vegas. I don't care what it costs. I haven't gone anywhere for two years. I miss it. I'm going to go. I'm going to spend the money. And then they go and they're like, wow, I spent, you know, three times as much <laughs> as I normally would. And I didn't get anywhere near as close to as good of as, a, as an experience as I would have three years ago. So I don't think they're going to get the repeat customers as much as they would have in the past. So I think they're just getting everybody's one big trip. And then, you know, they're like, well, I'll go somewhere else now. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely interesting. Here's some numbers for when they're 2021 in the second quarter, their average daily rate was $333 which, you know, isn't bad. They averaged 67% occupancy a year ago. This second quarter, 
the average rate went up to $460, so at a significant increase. And then, like I said, they were at 90.5% occupancy. So Wynn doing really well, even though some mixed news out of Macau for obvious reasons. Caesars had some interesting things. Their CEO, Tom Rieg, said basically he can't come up with words to describe how well things are going for them in Las Vegas. Um, their hotel... The cheap jerks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're laughing all the way to the bank. Um, they've never had, you know, their previous record was $91 million in a month of her Las Vegas revenue. And they're going to, they pass that in every month of this past quarter. They say they're on pace to do a billion dollars in Vegas revenue for the first time. Um, the company still had a net loss because of, because uh, of interest and other, uh, other issues, but they did really well. And then it was just MGM saying, basically we hit it out of the park. And uh, they even talked a little bit about the Cosmo integration and one of the big things for MGM and why they posted such a big profit is obviously they got that money from the sale of you know Vici Properties MGM growth that big land trust sale they got a lot of money from that and they turned that around bought Cosmo did some other things but uh, they seem to be in pretty good financial shape yeah I was surprised to see how how much money Cosmo brought in in the short what they own it for like four weeks and I'm just, I forget, like $60 million or $90 million or something like that in that short period of time? Yeah, $60 million in pre-tax earnings in just the first six weeks that they owned Cosmo. So, yeah, it's... The, the Why sell show. it? Why would you sell that? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. I mean, it's it's crazy, and I stayed there. We'll talk about that in a second. But, again, like, we talk... People who love Las Vegas love to complain how it's changed. We do, too. You know, bean counters, cutting costs, not bringing service back not bringing all the venues back, like late night venues, all this stuff that we've experienced and it's not hurting them. I guess the only question is, does it hurt long term? I think we both think it will. But, you know, at this point, I got to give the bean counters uh, one, us zero, because uh, they seem to be winning from a purely business standpoint. Yeah. And that's what, you know, my fear with the pandemic and everything is people have figured out how to do things cheaper offer less things. And, and a lot of times we were okay with it because we understood the situation. And as we roll out of it, you know, you're still seeing restaurants with, sorry, our service is so slow. We don't have enough people. And that's everywhere, not just Vegas. And it's like, okay, well, we're getting to that point that you can't really use that as an excuse any longer. So I wonder how long it'll take them to figure out that people aren't going to accept it and be as forgiving as they have been. And I think we're seeing that everywhere. People are being more rude to, to staff and stuff, which isn't the solution either. The solution is if you don't have enough staff, then, you know, close down half the restaurant or whatever, turn people away. That's what you got to do what you got to do. But um, yeah, I, I just think this is going to end poorly and they're going to have to start throwing out all these huge offers or deals or discounted rooms, stuff like that, uh, you know, within the next year or so. At least we the hope se- so. Yeah. The second quarter was obviously the start of like the travel boom for the summer. So maybe, you know, the numbers will be more reflective of the economic conditions. We've seen, you know, some challenges in the economy, higher interest rates. Inflation has continued to go up even into this third quarter. So Maybe we'll see numbers in the third quarter that aren't quite as good, and then the fall will be a real test, right, when when we're fully back. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I did want to talk about our stay at Cosmo. We stayed there on, a, uh, on an offer that my wife got. Unfortunately, not a free night offer, but it was like $99 a night with no resort fee and, uh, you know, just to stay at Cosmo. That's, it was that's free these days in Vegas right there. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, so that was for a regular room. I paid $30 more to upgrade to a one-bedroom terrace suite which has that beautiful bathtub that overlooks the balcony and you know overlooking the strip didn't couldn't get a north strip view or i guess didn't pay enough for it uh but we did get a look over the south strip and uh, that was beautiful but i it was just a reminder to me this room 
you know, I'm kind of comparing it to Win Encore. As you know, those are my, you know, Cosmo and Win Encore, my favorites in town. And the room at Cosmo, if you can get that one-bedroom terrace suite, it's just about the perfect hotel room. It has a giant shower, giant tub, views, you know, looking out over the strip. You can go sit outside on your terrace so you can, you know, have an outdoor space. It has a separate, like, living area with a couch. It has your bedroom area kind of separate. It may just be the perfect hotel room for Las Vegas. I think it definitely edges out when Encore and... uh it just reaffirmed my belief that this is still an amazing property. And thankfully, even though they've only had six, eight weeks to mess it up or whatever it is, uh, it still felt like Cosmo. It didn't feel like MGM's Cosmo. So uh, thumbs up for that. I, I did enjoy the stay. We got to enjoy the pool and mostly just hanging out in the room and uh, overall pretty good. We didn't push them very hard for service. You know, uh, Jasmine played a little bit at the bar. Good service there. Typical Cosmo. Did you get the flower drink, though? The numb drink? No, I didn't. I should have. I was oh. considering <laughs> I know. We didn't get it, so fail there. Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, it was pretty good. I know that uh, there's another YouTuber who had a kind of a video go semi-viral, had an incident with security and stuff like that, not treated so well. Uh, we didn't have any of that, so I'm glad to, to report that. And uh, my wife had a great stay. You know, Everything was in her name. So that was good. And yeah, again, I love the rooms there. If you've never stayed there, it's just, you know, it's great. It's really a great place, top to bottom, except for the pool. The pool area, now we did the, the uh, not the Boulevard pool, the, the Chelsea pool. And man, it's so hot out there. There's no shade. Like, I know that they're not the only pool in Vegas to not have shade, but it was brutally hot. So, uh, yeah, not a, not a win there. I mean, it, you know, you know, those pools are really for like hanging out and, and showing yourself off. They're for peeing in and hanging out <laughs> in, in uh, yeah. feces water. Uh, no, and that, yeah, a lot of the pools are like that. It, like, I think it was uh, Plant Hollywood pool. Like, you walk outside and it's just you're burning before you even get to any semblance of pool area. Like, there's a this huge concrete area that you have to walk through, and it's just it's kind of horrible and and not not really well designed. So, I definitely feel like they could add more fake palm trees, if not real palm trees, something. Uh, bring in some shade or bring in like the tent shades, but. You know, we've seen the windstorms in Vegas that maybe they don't want to because they're worried about stuff getting blown away or, or falling over. So definitely like summer in Vegas is not not my time, man, for sure. I do wish that they would find a better way to connect Cosmo to the other MGM properties. You know, they purposely like didn't connect it right because they weren't owned by the same company. And uh, as of now, Cosmo is not giving free parking even for MGM Gold. So I couldn't get free parking there. So I had to go to to park at Bellagio, which is sort of a little bit of a pain. Or I guess I could have paid, but who's going to pay for parking, right? Uh, but yeah, that's, you know, they're not well connected, though. That's the kind of reminder between Cosmo, even though geographically it sits in between all the properties. So I wonder if they're going to do something to better integrate them. Yeah, it's weird that they're still charging for parking. You know, you, it, everything's been integrated as far as like, well, the player club hasn't. So I guess that's why. But you think they'd figure out how to do that quickly if they want to get MGM, their higher end MGM players over there and, and kind of woo them with this purchase you think that would be one of the first things they do but i'm sure they're making money off of it somehow yeah my guess is it's a priority right but as of the time i stayed it just basically said mgm card members don't you know get free parking like the card doesn't work so uh, i'm sure they'll get it there but yeah it's exciting stuff i had this further down on the agenda but we might as well talk about it now gotta get an update on the kind of expansion to crystals that mall that's being built at the corner of Harmon. In Las Vegas Boulevard, directly across from Cosmo, my room had a great view of it, and I got down there. That's coming along, and it seems to be like mixing in really well with Crystals, even though it's its own thing. It's not part of Crystals Mall, so it kind of keeps the architecture there. Kind of nice to see that corner filling in, 
and excited to see what's going to happen across the street, which is where that rumored Tillman Fertitta casino is, where all the Hawaiian marketplace, all that stuff shut down. So that corner should be getting good. So still, I think the best location. I think that Harmon Las Vegas Boulevard is the best place to stay in Vegas if you want to be central to everything. Yeah, there is quite a bit like right there. And, and, and I, I saw the picture and it does it does seem like it was almost like planned to be there and, and works in really well, which is good. You know, it will just blend right in. So you won't notice it. You know, last thing we need is another mall. So at least it won't <laughs> seem like it's another mall, I guess. But it will have a CVS. So that's, <laughs> that, that's there you go. Gotta Get those have the $25 waters for two two fifty or whatever. Yeah, they're putting out the, the people on the bridges selling waters out of business one CVS at a time. The other project coming up that we learned about is 50-foot Vegas Showgirls. Now, I think a lot of people don't even know that a few years ago in 2018, the city of Las Vegas built these 25-foot tall Showgirls just north of the Stratosphere or the Strat. And basically, when you're entering Las Vegas, it's the Welcome to Las Vegas Girls. And I guess they got destroyed by weather, all these storms that we had that we talked about on last week's show. So the city said, since they got destroyed by weather, we're going to just build them again bigger and better so now they're going to be 50 feet tall and uh it looks like i mean they're they're nice they're interesting i'll throw some mm. video i have our, 20, 20... <laughs> our 25 foot ones got destroyed let's make it easier to knock them down <laughs> pretty much i mean that's what it seems like there's no time frame but yeah it was just like a you know like a little press release basically saying we're going to rebuild them they're going to be 50 feet tall it looks like the design is very similar to what's there now so yeah good news there how close is this to the light up thing that you drive under in that area it's right north of it, so if you're coming from like the South Strip and you're driving, you would drive under the uh, arch first, and then you would reach it. It's basically if you're heading north at the kind of the end of the Stratosphere's property line, and right next to there will be that new Atomic Golf. They broke ground this week, which is sort of like a Top Golf. Um, they're going to have like swing suites, and you know, just think of it like Top Golf uh, with like all kinds of atomic lights and nighttime kind of cool stuff. And uh, they broke ground. So that's going to be going on the north side of Strat as well. So it'll be right in that same area. Oh, that'll be cool. And, you know, Strat's kind of aimed at younger uh, people. So it'd be nice to have that there for them to do and, and walk over and take care of it. And I love Top Golf. So, you know, competition will be interesting to see how they do their spin on it for sure. All right. And we do have a couple of food related items. So we're going to move into the food portion of the show. Let's start. When we stayed at Cosmo, we I had seen a TikTok about this place, which tells you how effective social media marketing is. But at least uh, for you, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think for a lot of people. But uh, Jen Korean Barbecue is this uh, Korean barbecue place that opened up in the Miracle Mile shops, and of course, like Miracle Mile has always been known as having like really good cheap eats, like La Salsa Breakfast, that Ocean One restaurant. Uh, they have you know that cheap uh, Brazilian steakhouse there. So this place, $35, all you can eat. You grill all the food there, just like any typical Korean barbecue. I thought it was a pretty good deal. Now, if you go off the strip or anywhere else in in the world, you're not going to pay $35 for Korean barbecue. But considering you're on the strip, the quality was pretty good. The food was pretty good. And it's fun uh, cooking up your food. So I would recommend that if you're in the mood for some meat on the strip. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Who Who doesn't like some meat in their mouth, right? Yeah, they do have these like Capri Sun, like homemade Capri Sun alcoholic drinks. We didn't try one, but they looked pretty cool as well. So uh, you can juice up. I think they were like nine bucks each for those. Uh, but yeah, overall, I recommend this restaurant for it is what it is. You know, it's not the fanciest, but it's good Korean barbecue and 35 bucks on the strip. I mean, you could I could think of so many easy ways to spend anything that bucks. anything that says all you can eat always kind of I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. 
But if you, you know, if you're hungry, I guess save it up. Like, don't eat all day and just go in there. Or maybe it's good for when you're getting your buzz going to to build your base right there. There you go. Yeah, especially if you like meat or you're on keto or something. It is all you can eat, but you can't order like crazy amounts. So like you start with a limit of a few meats and then you just keep ordering more as you eat them. And like if you order a bunch of stuff and don't eat it, they charge you more. So, you know, it's it is all you can eat, but Ooh, it's really tricky about cooking it yourself. Yeah. So you don't so you don't waste it. I always good stuff. I always love these places. Like we used to go to a, like a Japanese steakhouse that they'd bring out like the heated stone uh, when I was growing up. And and you would cook on that. Like who who comes up with this genius idea? Like, hey, you're going to pay me and then you're going to cook it yourself. <laughs> That's Korean barbecue in a nutshell right there. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun to cook, you know, good for families too, all that stuff if you've never been to one. But like I said, if you have been to one, this is pretty typical. So if you're looking for that experience and you know what it is, uh, go for that as well. Um, also in food-related news, the D announced, they call it the world's first bacon-related restaurant or something like that. I've heard of other bacon-themed restaurants, but Bacon Nation coming to the D downtown. Everything bacon. Are you in? I'm just excited that it's going to be 24 hours. It's like one of three places in Vegas that's 24 hours. But yes, anything bacon, I'm in. Okay, I had a question. I was hanging out with a buddy this weekend. We had a, uh, do you think you could do it? And let us know in the comments what you think. Do you think you could eat 100 pieces of bacon in an hour and get through it? I mean, it's one of those things that I think I could because it's 100 pieces. Let's see if you're like, what's a pound of bacon? Like 16 slices or something? So I think it's like you... 30, 32 slices it might be. Oh, so that's only three pounds plus a bit. I think I could do that then. You know, I think it all depends on really what the what the weight is. But then I would never want to eat bacon again. <laughs> well, then I was like, well, give, give me those uh, pre-cooked ones that you just microwave and they're really thin. I could do that easy. They're, they're like paper. Yeah, that's true. Like the ones you get at Costco. So, yeah. So bacon restaurant coming to Vegas. The other restaurant related news that I wanted to talk about. I've talked about Casa Don Juan on here a bit. It's a Mexican restaurant I've been going back to for 20 plus years. Uh, used to, it used to be just this hole in the wall downtown restaurant. We used to go back in those days when the owner would serve you himself. Well, uh, he's grown, right? Prices have gone up, everything. Uh, they've expanded to three locations. He's going to jail now for, for underreporting sales by $5.1 million. Uh, so That's a lot of Mexican food, man. Five point one. That's a lot of chips and salsa. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I guess he got caught. He underreported it. It got to a point where I guess it's very criminal. So he's most likely going to jail. So if you like Casa Don Juan, I have no idea if the restaurant will survive or not. Hopefully it does. It doesn't surprise me in Vegas, though. That guy's been around a while. He, he knew the old the old Vegas. Was this over like years? Because I'm just, my mind is blown at $5 million. Like, was this over 20 years? Because I feel, I feel like, you know, you go to a Mexican restaurant, you spend like 15 bucks. Like, you're not running up huge tabs. It's got to be tough to get that amount of money. It's over several years. It didn't say exactly how long, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, their prices in there are crazy. I, like, I think I talked about it a few weeks ago. I went in there for some chorizo and eggs, and it was like $18. So um, I don't really recommend them anymore. The, the flavors are good, but I think there's better uh, better restaurants in town now. But if you do love them, you know, maybe pay them a visit before. Uh, hey, money laundering ain't cheap, bro. No. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, so what's also cool coming up, and this is actually cheap, is this Alice in Wonderland pop-up event. And uh, basically... That looks cool. It does, right? Now, Royal Caribbean on their ships have this restaurant on their new ships called Wonderland. And it's basically this. It's like all Alice in Wonderland, you know, themed food, all fancy food and all the decor, decor and everything else. And this seems like they're taking that concept to the real world. 
It's $47 a person. The location is secret, so you don't find out until you book it. And I think it's running from September 28th through November 27th. So I don't know where in Vegas it's going to be. But at $47, it says you get a mix two cocktails. And then I think there's going to be some food and stuff included. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a neat experience. And based on the pictures, like they do it upright. I'd rather do that for 47 than all you can eat barbecue for 35. <laughs> <laughs> now, that that reminds me, is that Saved by the Bell, the Max or whatever still open? Do you know? I don't know if it's still running. I think probably it is. But yeah, they had brought the, that pop up for the Max. I would love to do that. That, that would be I'd, I'd wait in line to go to go visit the Max. We need the video. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, but is this the future of, you know, these themed? I think that's really what this generation or even our generation and maybe everybody younger are really into these themed over-the-top experiences. So I think that we'll probably see more of this kind of stuff, especially if you can hit a price point like $47. That's less than we paid for Omega Mart, right, at uh, at Area 15. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It was somewhere around there. Um, but I'm surprised they can make money off this. Like, you think to build all this out and everything, and you're only there for a limited time or a certain amount of time. I know that creates FOMO and gets it booked, but it's just crazy that they can make money off of it. Uh, but we've seen it, like, with the distillery, the Lost Spirits distillery. Instead of just, like, a regular run-of-the-mill distillery, they're putting on, like, this whole production and show, and you're kind of just wandering around in a place. And, and I do think that's, what, you know, what the future is, especially in Vegas, because they always are kind of the forefront of that type of stuff. So I think that's where what people are into right now. Now, down the line, it might might change. But I think that's what, uh, if you want to open up something, that's what you go for. All right, one last story and more compliments to MGM. Uh, during our stay at Cosmo, finally got to get down and see the Bellagio Conservatory, their new display. I had seen pictures and videos of it. It's all this like wild animals and animatronics and everything. And I got to see it in person. And of course, I'm including some video here. But it turns out it's, yeah, I think this is definitely... My favorite Bellagio Conservatory display of all time. So I figured I'd. I feel like you say that every time. (laughs) I'm just following up. No, I did like their Christmas. Well, God, yeah. You you know, Hello Kitty 2 back. Darn it. (laughs) Now, did you see the uh, dining area? Was that set up and were people eating in it? That the new uh, thing where you can pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars to to dine in the gardens? No, I didn't notice that set up there. Um, yet, but that'll, uh, I'm sure that'll be, I think they announced it maybe right around the same time we were there. So hasn't started yet, but if you are in town before that changes, this is one I would recommend getting to, which is something I guess I say every, uh, every three months. So, but I, I liked it. It was different. I'm glad they're continuing to invest in it and change it. So it's not like the same show coming back every year, especially the summer ones seem to be very different every year. And that's, uh, that's a cool thing. So, uh, get over there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was good time on the strip. Didn't, didn't get to do too much, you know, just kind of hanging around. I didn't want to leave that hotel room. I liked it so much. So that's the problem with staying at Cosmo. You just want to, just want to hang out in the room. You got to go downstairs and get the numb drink at least, please. (laughs) I know one of these days, one of these days. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's show. Let us know what you think about any of this stuff. The new uh, mall on Harmon, staying at Cosmo, any of those food related things. How do you underreport $5.1 million in in sales the bellagio conservatory everything else going on all those earnings let us know if you like the show don't forget to subscribe to the channel smash the thumbs up button and most importantly leave a comment let's discuss all this stuff down there thanks so much for watching talk to you next time